Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. My name is Pam. And I'm Jeremy. And this is going to be a little bit of a different episode than what we normally put out because... Normally, we put out what's known as evergreen content. That's stuff that doesn't really age all that much. But there has been so much information that has come out over the course of the last week that we felt like we needed to put out an episode that digested all of this information because, Pam, there was a lot. There is so much information in the world of Kelly and kind of what Jeremy said, usually if there is anything really like news and noteworthy, we'll include it at the very beginning of an episode and then proceed with our topic. But there is just so much content out there that the content of our episode had to be the news, the yeah. world, and the news of Kelly Clarkson. So we have a lot to talk about and it's exciting. There's so many little things going on. It's almost hard to keep track of. Yeah. But... It's so much fun being a fan right now. It really is. And, uh, you know, just to give you kind of an idea of what we're going to be talking about, there is uh, not one, but two new singles with Kelly Clarkson that we're going to be speaking about. Uh, There's, of course, the Vanity Fair uh, episode, the uh, article. Everything's a podcast to me now. Uh, (laughs) The uh, Vanity Fair article that came out that absolutely dumped a metric ton of new information on us that it was almost... Hard to get it all at once. Uh, it was just a little, like Pam said, a little overwhelming to have all that information all at once. Uh, plus some other little things that Kelly is either doing or has just recently done that we want to talk about. But first, let's start with music, Pam, and something that the fan community has been waiting for for a few months since we first got it teased to us, and that is Kelly Clarkson's duet with Dolly Parton on a reimagined version of Dolly's classic tune, 9 to 5. Yes. So we had first heard about this months ago. It is um, it is part of, correct me if I'm wrong, they're, they're doing like a, they did like a 9 to 5, kind of like a documentary. That yeah. It's kind of going around um, the film festival circuit. And I think the ultimate thing is that it's going to end up on streaming somewhere. And they were kind of holding out to put the song out until they knew if and when the documentary was going to have more of a mass release. So I guess that's going to be happening. So now the song came out on uh, September 9th. And uh, Jeremy, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, First and foremost, uh, just to add a little bit to what you were saying, I believe the film turns 40 years old this year or within soon. So it's marking an anniversary of the film. I never particularly thought that the film was that big of a cultural moment. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a it's a fun movie. I remember, God, I haven't seen it in years. I, I think I saw it back in the 80s. Uh, but it is a, uh, it's a wildly popular film. I think the song that Dolly Parton originally recorded ultimately ended up being more popular because, and some people might fight me on this, but I believe that 9 to 5 is Dolly Parton's signature song. I know there's a lot of people out there that will scream Jolene. Uh, some people might even throw some votes towards I Will Always Love You. But for my money, 9 to 5 is Dolly Parton. I mean, you say that song and I can't not think about her. So to come and reimagine the song 40 years later in a completely new way with Kelly and Dolly uh, was a big task. And I think that the song is good. It's a good song. I don't think it's going to be super memorable. I think it's going to go along the ways of songs like Broken and Beautiful or I Dare You, where it's just these sort of songs that came out. I don't really foresee. It's so hard to put my radio hat on and and try to see if I foresee this getting any radio airplay. I don't. I don't know if it does. I don't hear it on the radio. I just, with everything else that's out right now, it sounds so different. Not that that's a bad thing. That's actually a good thing for some songs, but I, I just don't, mm, I, I don't, yeah. it's, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. But at the same time, 
it's it's Kelly Clarkson who is a household name right now, and then you've got Dolly Parton who is essentially the new Betty White. She's the new please wrap her in bubble wrap and protect her at all cost celebrity on this planet. So they're both very popular. They're both beloved. Maybe the two of them together can create some magic on the radio and have a big hit song with this new version of nine to five. Again, I'm going to go back to my statement that it's a good song. I don't think it's a great version of the song. I, I went into it wanting so much to love beyond all measure this version of the song and it took me a few listens before i thought okay yeah i like it i get it uh it's it's nine to five for a new generation but it's so difficult for me to get past the original version i think they did a good job in terms of like changing the tone because they obviously you don't want a carbon copy and make a brand new version that sounds exactly like the original that's not fun yeah but i felt like they went a little too extreme with this i it I maybe that was the intention. Um, like it really forces you to listen to the lyrics, and it kind of makes you realize that there's a lot of like depressing lyrics that kind of relate to a lot of the workforce today. So I get it; they're mm-hmm. trying to really modernize it for like the 21st century. But I don't know. I am not a big fan of it, and you know, Kelly sounds. Kelly always sounds great. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. you can tell that the way that she's singing on here is very breathy throughout almost the whole thing. And not that there's anything wrong with that. And I do like occasional breathy stuff in a song, but mm-hmm. when that's a whole song, it just feels like she's holding back so much. And I get it. It's a sadder version. You're not going to be, you know, belting out and doing crazy runs on this kind of tone. But it just was like I, I I know there's more like that she could be doing, and at from the uh, two of them, I felt like there was so much more potential that could have come out of this. Also, what did they do to Dolly's vocals? She sounds like a robot. Oh, she's like, been hella auto tuned, and Dolly that was, Parton doesn't mm, need to be auto tuned. No, I wasn't a fan of that. So it just I don't know. I've only listened to it a few times because by the time we're doing this, it's only been out for a day. Um. By the time the episode comes out, it'll been out for like what, like four days? Or yeah. Um, I don't know though. I listened to it a few times. I'll give it a couple more tries, but like I don't see myself ever really playing this again. And I hate to say that because I was excited, but it just it just didn't do anything for me. The word that I kept thinking of when I was listening to it and specifically listening to Kelly's lyrics was uh effortless. And not in the way in that, like, Kelly is a, is a singing savant and she can sing effortlessly. It doesn't, it doesn't take any effort on her part to just sing magically. It's not that way. It's more of a, she wasn't giving that, like, extra effort that we seem to get on so many songs. And I'll go back yeah. to Broken and Beautiful. I mean, that's, it's a, that's a soundtrack song as well. So that's why I'm kind of equating the two songs. You know, that was a, a song that, you know, I don't want to say she necessarily belted, but I mean, she really, it's like, you know, she gave her whole lungs to that song. Yeah. And we're and, so used to that. And I'm picturing her like actually seated singing this song. Like she's sitting back, relaxing in a chair. She's got a mic pulled over to her and she just breathlessly uh, lets it out. Um, again, it's a good performance. I, I like the song fine. It's, it's fine. But I think there was there was so much buildup to it. I think it might have been just a little bit too much buildup. Yeah. Because it would have been nice if this was just dropped on us or, you know, maybe teased for a week or two leading up to the release. But we've been getting this song teased to us for months. And I was waiting for the next big, like, dun, 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 dun. Like, I was waiting yeah. for that big, like... Kelly's coming in stumbling out of bed. I mean, like I was waiting for that, but she, it was just, it was almost like sultry where it didn't need to be sultry. Again, I'm not like shooting down the song. It's fine. I will. I have it in my iTunes library. I'll listen to it, but 
I don't know if it's going to be the kind of thing that I actively seek out. It'll probably pop up every once in a while and be like, oh, yeah, there's this song. Yeah. It's doing pretty well, though, like on iTunes. I, do you still buy stuff on iTunes? I don't buy stuff anymore. I, I have Apple Music, so I just right. get everything. But I think like people must still use iTunes. Um, if you do, that's awesome. But I just don't really know anyone. Yeah. But it's like doing really well. Like I think it was like charting in like like – both country and the, t- the regular charts, like top five. Yeah. Which, you know, power to them. Yeah. But I-, I don't know. And again, I think that has a lot to do with the two names associated with it. Totally. I mean, you've got, you've got Kelly Clarkson and Dolly Parton on the same song together. First of all, props to her. I mean, this has got to be a career milestone for her. I mean, she's, she's on a record with Dolly Parton. I mean, not a lot of singers get to add that to their resume. So props to her. And, and Dolly has said some really, really kind things about Kelly uh, with the release of this single. So uh, this is a great moment for her. I really am excited for her. And it's just another pr- more proof that she is such a highly respected artist, both as a person and with her talent, that people like the caliber of Dolly Parton, who, again, must be protected at all costs. Yes. Wants to sing with her and wants her on her records. I mean, props to Kelly. That's This is a great honor for her. Yeah. I think my favorite thing is that the fact just that they're together. I think that's my whole favorite part of the, yeah. of the project rather than the project itself. Yeah. But, I, lo- I love this for her. Yeah. Um, should we move on to the other duet or yes. collaboration? Um, so it got announced uh, a couple days ago that... Uh, Kelly is going to be part of a song with two other female country artists, um, Kelsey Ballerini, who she has had a pretty long friendship with. She yep. opened for Kelly on the Mania Life Tour, as well as Carly Pierce, who is another female country singer, songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been around for quite a bit, but she's definitely a bit newer to like the masses. And uh, Kelsey has a new album coming out, and this is gonna—they're uh, gonna be doing a song together uh, called "You're Drunk, Go Home." Love the title. Yeah. Um, and that comes out on September 23rd, I believe. So yes. we don't really have a ton to report on because obviously it's not out yet. Um, I'm very whatever about Kelsey and Carly. I'm just very middle of the road with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm just very curious to hear this. And uh, apparently the song is going to be, quote, country as hell, according <laughs> to Kelsey. So that can go many ways. I, I I don't know. But I'm going to keep an open mind. And yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing this. Well, it mentions alcohol. So it's obviously a country song. Um, it's true. Yeah. I mean, look, is it the country trio we never realized we needed with Kelsey Carly Kelly? I mean, I don't know. Um, it's, uh, I, I, this isn't anything that's rocking my world. It was a very nice surprise. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that it's fun to see Kelsey and Kelly's friendship, uh, which is, you know, like you said, gone back for, for several years and yeah, it'll be nice to hear her on the song, but you know, obviously when you're dealing with a trio on a song, you're not going to get a whole lot of Kelly. So I, yeah, it's. Great to hear her on another country song. I, I do like it when she sings country, uh, but you know, it'll just, I mean, honestly, it's, it's another, I mean, this is going to be part of Kelsey's new record that's coming out. So yeah. sure. I get it, but I don't know. I'm, it, it's going to be nice to hear Kelly singing on a new album or on a new song again. Yeah. One thing I will say, which I noticed the, the three women are all recently divorced yeah. So I'm very curious how that's going to translate into like a sassy song. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. forgot I forgot about Carly Pierce also going through that yep. too. So yeah, interesting. Yep. So very curious to hear this. Uh, look, look at Kelly like low key keeping it on brand with, with the uh, <laughs> projects that she's doing. Seriously. So um, <laughs> yeah, we will talk about that in a few weeks once it's out. Probably, I don't know, two weeks or so from now. Um, so keep an eye out for you're drunk. Go home great title yes uh, um all right what do we talk about next are we talking about the variety magazine cover well we we can we'll get to that in just a second because the thing i want to talk about next is something that was actually 
mentioned in the Variety article, but then we've we've got some little additional extra information, more so than what we got in the Variety article. And that is the question that we asked in an episode a few weeks back or several weeks back about, you know, whatever happened to. uh, This is whatever happened to Kelly's star on the Walk of Fame. We now know. We do know. So. She is getting her star, I believe, on September 19th, and yep. it's going to be live streamed. Um, so anyone in the world can watch it, even if you do not live in in L.A. So we will be posting about that um, closer to the date. And um, so I thought it was very full circle. Simon Cowell is going to be presenting her with her star. Yep. She presented Simon with his. So that was just, I think, very fitting. And Jason Halper is going to be speaking at this event as well, which is funny because Jason has said many times, like, I'm very shy. But <laughs> I think that's so awesome. You know, he's been like one of the few constants in her life, both professionally and personally. So I can't think of a better person to be there to honor her and yeah. to speak her, her praises. I think that's going to be so cool. And I'm so excited to watch. Yeah, and uh, it's also cool because I, I'm actually um, I'm I'm excited for Simon for some reason yeah. because uh, Kelly is the second American Idol uh, winner to get a star. Carrie Underwood uh, got hers first back in 2018, and Simon also presented Carrie Underwood for when she oh. uh, when she got her star. So you know, a show that Simon was very instrumental on, and the show that I mean, this is really their. T- uh, I know the Jennifer Hudson fans are going to come after me, but this is the show's two big superstars is Kelly and Carrie um, with apologies to Jennifer Hudson. And I don't even, I mean, hell for all I know, Jennifer Hudson's got a star and I, I missed it, but, um, but these are the two really, really big names that came out of American Idol. And now they're both finally going to have their stars on the Hollywood walk of fame. And another thing that I think is really cool. And I don't know if they did this on purpose or if it just happened to work out this way, but Kelly's star is because that was the other thing, too, that I think we joked about on our episode about the Walk of Fame was that we hope that Kelly didn't get her star in a really weird, random place, like outside of a bodega or something in L.A. where it's people just put their cigarette butts out on the ground and walk away. Uh, this is actually going to be in a really cool, prominent place uh, right out nearly right outside what's now known as the Dolby Theater, what was used to be known as the Kodak Theater which is where Kelly was crowned the original American Idol. Uh, It's just going to be a few steps away from the entrance to the uh, Dolby Theater. So that's really, really cool. Um, If you're in the L.A. area and you want to know where that is, it's at 6801 Hollywood Boulevard. Um, It's near Ovation Hollywood, that whole like mall area uh, in L.A. So um, and she's got some good company around her. I think Elton John's star is nearby. Uh, John Travolta, Mickey Mouse. Uh, there's a yeah, there's a lot of really good, popular uh, Walk of Fame stars. They're going to be near where Kelly is, so that's pretty exciting. And I'm and I'm glad that they're finally getting around to doing this. Uh, it was one of those things that we sort of forgot about, wondered if they was ever going to get around to it, and then all of a sudden, boom, here it is. And it's I think again, I, if you go back and listen to that episode, I think we kind of said the same thing that it was just going to kind of happen. You were going to get like a two week notice, and we barely got that of when it was actually going to happen. So I'm very excited to watch uh, the ceremony and I'm very excited to see what Jason has to say. I, like you said, Pam, he's he said, you know, he's kind of a shy person, doesn't do a lot of public speaking. Although I will say, I think that the talk show has totally, I think it's, it's sort of brought him forward a little bit more. He's sort of the band leader. And so I think he's getting a little bit more comfortable. I, I know we see him being interviewed in some of these behind the scenes things for the bus tour uh, and the lead up to season four, not to mention the stuff that they've done with the band by by themselves on the show throughout the last three years. So I think he's getting a little more comfortable getting up and speaking uh, on behalf of Kelly or for Kelly. So I, I'm excited what he has to say, because, I mean, if there's anybody who can speak better, good luck finding him because Jason's been there. He's been through everything. Totally, totally. I'm so excited. So keep an eye out on our socials, um, especially Twitter. We'll be posting um, some of that info there beforehand. Absolutely. On, uh, yeah. Well, Septem- well, September 19th. I'm sure we'll be sending out the link to, to watch it live. Yeah, absolutely. So 
is now the time we talk variety. Now is the time, man. Boy, did we get a lot of information. Wow. So this was out of the blue. We got, what day was that? Was it Tuesday? Was it Wednesday? It was midweek last week. Yeah. Okay. We got dropped. Hey, all this insane Kelly content at once. Kelly, we got all, all of a sudden, all these tweets were coming in with like new photos of Kelly and all of a sudden there was interviews and then you slowly realized or really quickly realized Kelly was the cover girl. So she is on the cover of Variety Magazine um, that is out now. And oh my gosh, those photos. Wow. Yeah. She looks so good. She looks so happy. I'm obsessed. It shows, I think, the photo shoot. If you haven't seen it, it's on our Instagram. So do t- take a look for that. Um, I love the photo shoot, how it just covers all of her personalities. Like the cover itself is very like rock and roll biker. Not that Kelly's a biker, but like yeah. very rock and roll, like badass. But then you have like her in this like very nice red dress that reminds me a lot of the Grammy dress for with Because of You. I don't know if mm-hmm. anyone else picked up on that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were comparing the biker leather jacket cover to the All I Ever Wanted yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I can, see, which I can I see, see that. And then I think the red dress looks a lot like the 2006 Grammy performance dress. And then she and has then it, the uh, the white shirt with yeah. the yellow dress, which looks a lot like the Love So Soft video. Yes. Yeah, so there was, I, I'm wondering if this was intentional. I don't know. Um, it could be a little like Easter egg thing that like only like the hardcore fans realize I have, or she was just like, Oh, I just like these colors, you know, yeah. <laughs> which is more likely. <laughs> um, I mean, Kelly does kind of have a, a stable of poses that she does. I mean, totally. you, you can almost always guarantee that there's going to be some picture in a photo shoot where she's grabbing her face. Cause that's <laughs> sort of her go-to. I mean, it's on most of her album covers, but I mean, in particular, there was that one photo when she had the black leather jacket on and she's got the the black tank top underneath where, I mean, it looked just like a recreation of the all I ever wanted photo from the uh, the album cover. Like, and I yeah. think if it's I think it's the uh, the back cover of the uh, of the album where she's kind or it's of the turned deluxe to the side. where she's on the, it's the deluxe where she's yeah. on the side yeah i mean you could almost put them right next to each other i did just, it yeah. was i had it on our story during the week someone posted that and i like reposted it and i was like oh my god i did not realize this um yeah. i loved it i thought she i thought she just looked so cool and so happy and it really represented her very well but there's a lot more to this than just the photos there's a ridiculous amount of content that we were given holy moly learned about. Yeah. oh my gosh where do we begin okay. where do we begin <laughs> well first and foremost i mean the thing that most people have been asking about is her new album yeah. and you know everyone's like when by the way pam can i have a second here i know what you're i think i know where, where you're where you're gonna go with this everybody especially when the variety article hit and then all the other blogs and outlets started to repost the link to this article i know (laughs) everyone talking about the quote unquote divorce album because that's what variety said that was their headline so you can't blame them you can't i get that i get that but like i don't i don't want everybody to come to this record and be like all right this is the divorce album. I'm going to sit down and prepare myself for divorce music. Like, but you that's know what? A, maybe first of all, it's not a genre of music. Okay. Well, maybe divorce it will album be. is not a genre. <laughs> all right. But maybe this will get a lot of people who don't normally seek out Kelly's music to be like, oh, well, the divorce was so public. Let me go listen to this album. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not about clickbait. But like if, if if it gets people in to listen to her music, like whatever, do it, do whatever it takes. Maybe there's people out there who are going through divorces and they hear that Kelly Clarkson made a divorce album and they're just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to that because I want to be in my feels and I want to totally. feel everything. So I'm going to listen to a physically like made divorce album. Maybe, totally. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's marketing genius. Maybe they're she's filling a niche that we didn't know needed filled. Well, she filled the breakup anthem thing for a while, and now she's doing this. So, yeah, this is just mature breakup anthems, I guess. Um, but anyway, the album is slated, legitimately slated, to come out in 2023. Like she has it on in a magazine saying this, so it yeah. better happen. Yeah, but and, she and, said 2023, it's going to happen. And we kind of figured this out on our own. We just this is confirmation of 
everything because we figured that if it didn't come out in the summer, that it's probably, and especially once we got into September, based on historical knowledge of just not even Kelly's albums, but albums in general, they weren't talking about a new album, you know, going into August, like late summer. They weren't talking about a new album. There wasn't any talk about a single. So with that said, you knew an album wasn't coming out in the fall. And if it's not coming out in the fall, it's not coming out in the winter. And when I say winter, I, I'm not talking about like the actual seasonal time of winter. I'm talking about like November, December, January, even though that's not exactly winter, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, that's a, that's a dead zone for putting out albums. And if you're putting out an album at that point, you're putting out a Christmas album. Yeah. Or unless it's breakaway, which that was just a, you know, yeah. And little, we're not that, counting that. Yeah. That's, that's not, <laughs> that was, his, that was, yeah, that's not historically normal for when they put that album out, but because it's just, people are so busy with the holidays that there's no, there's no ability to focus. And so yeah. you, you don't put a record out if you really want to get great promotion for it. You don't put a record out in the holiday season. So once we knew that the album wasn't coming out in the fall, then you knew it was going to be 2023. And that's all they say. They In the article, Kelly just says it's coming out in 2023. But um, and this sort of starts us down the road to our next sort of topic that we got from the uh, the article she did mention that she really misses being on tour and that if she was going to be able to tour, she would have to do it in the summer. And so when you go out on tour, chances are you're promoting a new record or generally that's what you're doing when you go out on tour. And so that leads us to believe that it's going to likely be a spring release for the album it could very well be uh, like a a, and man even meaning of life was different because that had a really long stretch between the album release and the tour but i don't think it's going to be that with this new record i think that she is like i mean she sounds in the article like she is itching to get back out on the road and that the summertime is going to be when she's going to do it and so i would predict uh, a springtime release you know maybe like a march april and then once the talk show wraps, she goes out uh, on the road starting in probably June. Yeah, I have some thoughts on timeline. So I was talking with um, my friend Kyle, who we've had on a couple of our episodes in the past. And he brought up a good point that he thinks that this, and I agree with him, <clears throat> that this might be kind of a similar timeline format to, say, the piece by piece era where we got um, Heartbeat Song very early January, I believe. And the album came out early, like late February, early March, depending on where you lived in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we had a summer tour. So I'm not saying it's going to be exactly that, but I could definitely see us getting a single um, after very like soon after the new year with an album following sometime in the spring with a summer tour. So as far as a summer tour goes, like I think we're we're going to probably get one, but I don't think it's going to be what we're thinking it is. You know, normally mm-hmm. she does like 25, 30 dates or whatever it is um all over the US and you know, occasionally Canada. And I have a feeling she and I've said this before and she kind of alluded to it in the variety variety article. I think she's going to end up doing only maybe a handful of dates, 10 to 12 tour dates in major U.S. cities, but they're going to be very, very big venues. So she wrote, at this point in my career, the way I'm going to do it, meaning tour, may not be the norm, but I'm going to do it anyway. And it's right. It's not the norm. People do it. I know like Taylor Swift did it um, last summer, was it? Possibly. She did like a couple of big stadium shows in the U.S. and that was it. I think mm-hmm. it was last year. Um, but I could definitely see Kelly doing that. And now she's big enough where I think she could sell out Madison Square Garden if that is the only show in the New York area, you know, within three hours. Like, I think it could actually happen. And I wouldn't be mad about it. I mean, it sucks, though, because it wouldn't necessarily give everyone the opportunity to see her. You know, if she did, she's not coming to, like, small town USA, it does – you know, a, a lot of people won't have the opportunity that they normally would. So, so it is a little bit of a bummer, but I think it's the only way. It's what it might be the only way she's able to do it with her crazy schedule because she finishes the talk show what late May usually. 
Um, they actually, they'll go into to June. June. So you have that. They always, they start back up with uh, pre-production early to mid-August. So it only gives her a couple weeks. It does not give her a lot of time. And I'm sure she's going to want like a, li- a, a little bit of downtime. So I'm going to put my money on this. I don't see more than like a handful of tour dates. I think we're going to get them, but I don't think it's going to be a lot. I'm I'm going to disagree with you on this. You think? I, yeah, okay. I think because what I'm going to read into that quote of hers is that she's not going to do the 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 kind of touring that like every other artist does in that, you know, it's it's album tour, album tour, album tour. Um I think that there is going to be a bit of a gap. I I liked your timeline for single album and then tour. I like your timeline for that. I agree with that. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle of a small tour to a large tour, meaning I don't think we're going to get like, you know, 12 or, you know, eight to 12 dates. I think we're probably going to get something closer to like 20, Oh, but I think she's going to do something sort of similar to what she did with the meaning of life tour, like where she did like Thursday, Friday, Saturday shows, um, just to, to balance family. So Plus, you know, the kids are going to be out of school, so it's not going to be a big deal if they come on the road with her. But I also think that um, she is going to pack more in. And so if you do like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, you saw how it went with the New York tapings for the premiere week. She did five days of shows in two days. Yeah. So and that still gave her time off. And granted, she had, was doing some other things. Uh, you know, that was just the studio time because we know that, you know, she went to Uvalde and she, you know, was doing the the bus tour stuff. So that monopolized some other days. But I think that it's going to avail her to do a little bit more in the way of dates. I think that you're right. I think it's going to be primarily large markets. Mm-hmm. I also and this is this is going to be kind of my my hot take on this. I might also even think that she's going to look at places where the show might need help in the ratings. Think about how like, think about how like a politician, when they go out on the road and they do rallies in cities, they generally go to places where they need help in the polls. So they go and they go to some random city to do like a big rally to try to energize the people around them. And then get a bump in the polls. Maybe Kelly, you know, maybe they look at, you know, oh, hey, look, you know, we need a little bit of help in Philly because, you know, the Dr. Phil show is beating you in the ratings. Let's do a show in Philly. Maybe we can bump that up. This is probably not true, but the conspiracy theorists in me that likes the little minutia of the of numbers, I feel like this could be something that maybe the NBC people come to her and say, hey, if you're routing a tour, we could use some help to bump the ratings in these four markets. Could you do your best to make sure that you hit, you know, Portland or uh, Chicago or Nashville or whatever? Um, you're not wrong entirely. I mean, I don't know if they're going to do that specifically, but like, are they do that all the time when you're plan when you're when an agent and like management is like routing a tour? They are often looking at like radio and like radio airplay and um, usually it's where they're doing well. So they know that they'll get a crowd. But on the flip side, it also could be, hey, we need a boost. She's a household name. So like people will go see her. Yeah. You're possibly onto something there. Well, yeah. And and Pam, you're right, too, because record labels, you know, they do work with the agents and the management when they are routing tours and they can see down to the final copy they can see how many album sales happen in each market yep. and if you have a band that is pretty big and I'll and I'll take the city that I live in I live in in Des Moines Iowa you have a band who is really really big and they're doing well and they're selling out New York City and San Francisco and in Seattle but then the label notices you have huge album sales in Des Moines Iowa they might book a show there because they know good and well that they're going to sell well. Yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if if there's a lot of those factors that work into where they end up ultimately routing uh, Kelly's show. So could uh, there could be a lot of new factors and maybe some new cities that Kelly hasn't necessarily performed in or maybe cities 
that she hasn't performed in in a long time. And I'll throw my city in there. She hasn't played my city since 2009. So maybe this, if we're doing well in the ratings for her, maybe she makes a stop in our city. And we've got enough stations here in town that are playing a new single. Who knows? Maybe it could get your city on the map. Yeah, totally. Going back to the album, we did learn a couple of things. Um, we learned that most of the song, a lot of the songs that she is going to be including on the album, she wrote two years ago. So they're yeah. they're old. And there was at one point right after the the uh, divorce happened um, that she wrote like twenty five songs in one week, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But I get it. And she said, she, you know, she's been wanting to put this out, but she's not ready. Rightfully so, because it's yeah. so, she was like, I have to live this. I have to go through it. And once I'm at a point where I'm through it or mainly through it, then I can share it with the world. And that's why she she had said that's why we got so much Christmas music from her. because She's like, I need to be happy. Yeah. You know? I need to distract myself from what's going on. Well, she sucked at being happy on that Christmas record. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and there's another interesting quote that she said in the article in that she said that I am now through it. I've I'm yeah. through it. So she's sort of on the other side of all of this now where, you know, you still have all these gossip blogs putting out articles that, you know, they can't help themselves. They all say, you know, amid divorce, Kelly Clarkson does X, you know, and I mean, because it's, you know, dumb clickbait headlines. It gets people to, you know, keep going to their blogs and whatnot. But she's saying, I'm over this. Like, I've moved on. I've moved past it. And that's why she's now ready to start putting this music out, albeit we're still probably six plus months away from it. She's she's finally gotten to that point where she's sat with these songs. She's lived with these emotions for long enough that she's ready to go. And yeah, I was I was a little surprised that the it sounds like the majority of the record, which also, by the way, sounds like it's done. Yeah, I would say oh, sure. it, it sounds like the record is 95% done, uh, but there is one other little uh, thing that I want to add to that that might mean there's still a little bit more to do on the album because that was some more news that we got this week. Um, it sounds like these are all going to be songs that were written at a very raw time for her. So this is going to be some steep emotion. And by the way, did you notice, Pam, during the article, she kept talking about her producer she she never really named who she was working with yes i mean can we can we think that maybe it was jason i would assume so yeah i feel like we're almost to the point now where jason's gonna have a very very large role in the recording of kelly's albums it was just funny that she didn't mention him by or mention the person by name so i i bumped on that and just sort of put that in the back of my head that could have just been like she's just not thinking in the moment. She was just like, "Yeah, my producer, blah blah blah." And yeah, I, I but I would assume it's probably Jason. Yeah, um, unless they had a, some producer on the album that we're not aware of. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, the know. other the other little bit of news uh, that I sort of just teased there a minute ago, saying that the album was only about ninety five percent done. We did get a, like a, a a passing bit of news that and and I I don't I don't know if I want to put a lot of weight behind this because I don't know the exact source of this. I don't know if it was Kelly or if it's somewhere else, but we saw somewhere that there is a good chance that the person or a person who performed in the Kelly Oki bus tour is actually getting an opportunity to record on the album with Kelly. Yes. I saw something about that. It was so funny. Rob was like, he was like, why did I get my phone call? Yet? <laughs> I think that's where I originally saw the information was it was our fashion correspondent, Rob, who reposted the information. <laughs> so I, I want to put that with a grain of salt because I don't know how I've concrete no that is, but that's pretty big for someone. So the way that it worked, at least, and I can only speak for New York because that's obviously the only one I attended. So there was a lot of people just lining up to sing in this bus. And like, I'm going to assume that the majority of us like are not great singers. We're just like, or we're like decent, but not whatever. But there were a couple, I don't know if it was pre-planned or people that they just saw in the bus that they were like, oh my goodness, you are so good. And they pulled them aside. I don't know if it was pre-planned or not, but there were at least two or three people. And this seemed like it was in every market where she would sing a little bit and they would film it for like NBC, mm-hmm. these legitimate singers. Um, not to say that people that were in the bus aren't real singers, but they had a couple that were like, 
whoo, really good singers, um, pull them aside and they would perform with Kelly and like Jason and Jocko. Um, so I don't know if it's one of those people they pulled aside. And again, I don't know if this was something that they already had in mind and they're like, Hey, come out to this event. We're going to like have you play this karaoke bus thing. And then we're going to have you sing with us. I don't know. Or if it just, it was just by, Oh, we discovered this great artist at our pop-up event. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I know what you're talking about. And I don't, I going to take it all with a very small grain of salt who knows if it's a duet who knows if it's like a background vocal situation we don't know yeah so stay tuned for that obviously uh hopefully we'll get some more information that's a little more concrete other than just you know somewhat internet rumor but i'm all for it i think that would be a really cool opportunity for whomever that person might be totally all right some other information that we got i mean i'm are we ready to move on from touring and new album nothing really else to talk about in that yeah i mean but Still a lot, but yeah. uh, nonetheless, uh, we could have ended the article with that and fans would have been salivating, but there were <laughs> still yet more nuggets of information that were dropped in there. And another one was something that a lot of people have been wondering about, and that is whether or not Kelly is going to return to The Voice. Now, she gave an answer, non-answer. She it, gave an answer. <laughs> I mean, she did, but she wasn't like she did not say for 100 percent sure. Yes, I will see you next season on The Voice. I'm going to kick Camila Cabello out of her seat. She probably she didn't say that because she probably isn't allowed to yet. That's fair. She, yeah. yeah, no, because she probably has to wait for the formal announcement whenever that might be. And they um, probably want to get through this season. They have, I mean, they haven't even really done much in this season no. yet. Uh, other than the few clips that have been coming out, but they probably don't want Kelly Clarkson stealing the spotlight from this season to talk about next season. Exactly. So she wrote when they asked, oh, are you ever going to return to the voice? She wrote, quote, I wrote this down. I definitely um, I probably will be back at the voice at some point. I might be back at the voice. (laughs) (laughs) So that is code word for she will be back on the voice. She just said too much. But she's not really allowed to say it. (laughs) And she was like, oh, shit, I said something. (laughs) That is pretty much what I uh, gathered from that statement. So anyone who is a fan of the voice, much to my and Jeremy's, congratulations, Mm -hmm. you're getting more Kelly on the voice. (laughs) It's it's fine. Um, And this is another thing that this is the reason why I don't want this is because even though she has been able to tour and to do shows in and around The Voice, it's just one more thing that creates a barrier for tour. Well, here's the thing. When she did the Meaning of Life tour, she did do it like in between The Voice. The Voice was like taped earlier in the week or was, you know, the broadcast was earlier in the week. The tour was towards the end of the week there was no talk show in existence she was probably you know they was in the works and she was doing the pilot but there was no constant filming yet because it didn't the talk show didn't debut until months after the meaning of life tour yeah so that wasn't even a thought in any of our heads or in her head really so we haven't had any sort of moment in our lives where kelly is doing (laughs) tour talk show and the voice all at the same time yeah that has not existed so I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't know what the format is for The Voice. I've heard rumors that they're going to bring back the old schedule with like the fall and spring season. I think they took a season off recently um, for American Song Contest. But I think I've heard rumors that they're going to go back. So I'm curious. Maybe she'll do The Voice in the, in the spring. I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea, but um, which means does she have time to promote an album and do promo and do interview and do press? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. It's all very up in the air, but she did have an interesting quote that was basically, you know, going back to the album a little bit, but saying how she just hasn't been ready to really articulate her divorce and her feelings to the public. She also said that she's been, she needs to stay busy to really distract herself. And she was doing that a lot by being on The Voice and by being on American Song Contest. She was using those while being on the talk show to stay busy and to occupy her brain. Yeah. Which I understand, you know, if you want to try, it's it's better than sitting at home and sulking. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't work for everyone, but it clearly worked for her. Yeah. And look, Pam and I have made our feelings pretty clear on the podcast about The Voice. Uh, it, it was a fun thing for her to do. 
made her even more so a household name. I mean, it's it's what NBC saw that made them say she needs her own show. Great. It's it's done what it needs to do. You are a household name once again, Miss Clarkson. What does the voice prove? You know, what what does it do other than you know, satisfy your need and love to be around all things music? I don't see what this does for her because you've already got one of if not the top rated daytime talk shows in the country. You've got a music career that is still thriving. You're still very top of mind when it comes to that. What are you doing the voice for? I'm wondering if she I mean I'm getting really abstract here, but I'm re- I'm wondering if she whenever she signed her contract for the voice I'm wondering if it was like you have to do X amount of seasons. Yeah. And does it really matter when you do them or it has to be in a certain amount of time? Mm-hmm. And she's kind of just like finishing that out. I I mean, I think she still I think she really enjoys it regardless, but I'm yeah. I'm curious if that's really what's holding her on is kind of more for a lack of a better term contractually obligated. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know she does love enjoy she does enjoy like helping artists out and paying it forward, obviously, like how she was on Idol. But like the voice contestants aren't really doing much, you know, like the winners yeah. don't really hear from them. So like, what, what, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. And the, only, and the only reason why I know any of the voice winners is because they were with Kelly, mm-hmm. you know, like I, if, if Chevelle would have been on team Blake or if Bryn would have been on Adam, Adam's team, I, I don't know if I would remember their names, you know, no. but I know Chevelle. I know Bryn. I know Jake. Like, I mean, you know, we, we haven't seen what girl named Tom is going to do with, with their uh, 15 minutes of fame, so to speak. But still it's, I, I, I guess I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering if it's maybe just NBC because NBC knows that Kelly is a huge commodity for them. I mean, she yeah. is a big star for them and they know that the public loves her. I just don't want them to run her into the ground to where people get sick of her. Like too much over, like over exposure. Yeah. Like, is that redundant? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I get what you mean. I mean, they, they sort of tried to do that with Ellen. I mean, down the road or down the line, Ellen was doing, uh, you know, she was hosting a lot of stuff. She was doing game of games and doing the daytime talk show. I mean, they, they really, overexposed Ellen and I don't want them to do that with Kelly because I don't want the audience meaning the general American public to get sick of seeing Kelly everywhere it would be nice if she was served up to us in just enough ways and just often enough that we have time to miss her when she's not around you know yeah exactly so I don't know um we don't actually have a date of when Kelly is going to be on the voice but like it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. much less, yeah. much less if they're actually gonna go back to the two uh, seasons per year format. We don't I know that like for I certain. Read, I feel like I read that somewhere recently that they are. Are they okay? But I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I just read speculation or that was like an official, official thing. Um, I think because I think they've had recent like um, auditions or whatever you want to call it. Hmm. Um. I feel like I've seen something about that online. So, yeah, but I don't know what Kelly's involvement will be in the next season. So, right. Well, we'll speaking see. of speaking of more uh, TV stuff, uh, there are also questions about the Kelly Clarkson show and whether this is sort of a flash in the pan thing that she's just going to do for a few years or if this is something that's actually going to be lasting. And I think she made it pretty clear in the interview that she'll do it. For as long as people want her around, for as long as she's having a good time doing it, as long as they feel like they're making good content for TV, she'll keep doing it for as long as people want her. Yeah, which, you know, I'm fine with, you know, if she, as long as she doesn't abandon her music career, which she won't. I don't no. think she ever will. So I don't even really need to say this, but... Yeah, that's really the only factor for me. As long as the music stays, then I'm on board. And that's another thing that goes back to my statement about, you know, NBC not burning Kelly out. And I don't mean burning her out as a person. I mean, burning her out in the minds of the viewers. Yeah, we don't don't put her in absolutely everything just because she's a draw right now 
doesn't mean that people aren't going to get sick of her because they do like the public is very fickle. And if, you know, if she has one, um, I don't know how to put this. I'm just going to, I'll say it this way, but this is not how I mean it. If she has one annoying appearance, like let's say she goes back and hosts the billboard awards again and she's super obnoxious. People pan it. They hate it. They think she does a bad job. That can have repercussions. Those ripples can last for years and it could boil over to the voice. It can boil over to the talk show. It can boil over to whatever else NBC tries to shoehorn her into. So I just hope that they are using her sparingly enough that they're not overexposing her. And that also means like, don't have her on the today show once a month, you know, to do something or to promote the talk show or whatever, like use her just enough so that we miss her when she's not around. Totally. Because as we've said in the past, NBC is really, really starting to look like nothing but Clarkson. Honestly. Honestly. Like, I feel like all their content is Kelly, which for us is great. For everyone else. Sure. I don't know. But for, I mean, for us, we love it. But yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. It does happen. People do get sick of seeing Kelly Clarkson. They do. They get sick of seeing a, a lot of celebrities. Kelly's In, not yeah. unique. Insert celebrity name here. They get sick of seeing people, and that's why you see people cycling in and out of different things. I just, I don't want it to happen to Kelly, yeah. so I don't want NBC to overdo it. And who knows if she's in, because we don't know what her NBC contract looks like, so who knows if she's in the position to turn things down. Because here's the other thing. We know that Kelly doesn't have a manager right now. So maybe she's the one making the decisions. We don't know. I mean, there is just a lot of stuff up in the air. And I just, I don't want people to get sick of Kelly is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, because she's so special. We don't want to like, <laughs> you know, we want to preserve that. Yes, um, yes. So we have a couple, do you have anything else major, major? I have a couple small little anecdotes. I mean, I think we both have the same thing that uh, that wrapped up the interview. But if you've got some more stuff before that, let's do it. Yeah, so some things that uh, we learned from the Variety interview as well. She, well, we we did know that she spent most of her summer in Montana, but yeah. she's also going to be keeping up with that and trying to head to Montana every month, at least for a couple days, which I think is fantastic for her. Yeah. Um, she needs the time off, and she pretty much alluded to, like, if my job wasn't in L.A., I would not be living here. Oh yeah, and she has. She does not have a love for L.A. It's it's clear she she doesn't you know have anything that's keeping her grounded there for sure. Except this job. At yeah, the moment. That's yeah. Real, the voice and the talk show, I guess, are the only things really keeping her there. If there was um, a way that they could successfully shoot the Kelly Clarkson show from Montana, she would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> She'd have everybody out on the ranch. Oh my god! Just put them all on hay bales. <laughs> <laughs> Folding chairs out by a river or whatever. That's right. Out there. Yeah. That's right. Shoot oh it in the gosh. barn. <laughs> um, another fun little thing that she mentioned was that she was talking about, I guess, her hair guy. I'm assuming it's Robert. She has uh-huh. a couple of hair guys. She has Robert. She has this guy named Charles that works with her sometimes. But one of her hair guys uh, also works with Stevie Nicks and Bette Midler. So, like, Kelly has had some very casual phone calls with them, like most people do. Yeah, And they've been giving her crap for not going on tour. And I just thought that was really yeah. funny. I don't really have a lot to say about this, but I just thought it was awesome that she got to speak with them on the phone. Um, Look, when Bette Midler and Stevie Nicks say, why the hell are you not on tour right now? That's, <laughs> on a, tour. that's a wake-up call for that's any artist. Call. I don't care who you are. Exactly. So I thought it was like, all right, listen to Stevie and Bette. Get your butt yep. on the road because we all miss you. <laughs> um, and another thing is that, um, well, by the time this comes out, we this will have already happened. But on um, September 12th, so the day before this podcast comes out, Kelly is will be presenting at the Primetime Emmys. So, yep. I mean, this we're doing this a couple days in advance, so we don't really have a lot of info on that. But, yay, yeah. it's probably online somewhere. So. <laughs> But again, not surprising considering how many Emmys the Kelly Clarkson show has been nominated for, not to mention one. Uh, it, it makes sense. I mean, Kelly is a bona fide television personality now. Uh, it absolutely makes sense that she would be uh, a presenter on the award show. And I mean, I'll just throw my hands in the air and be like, don't be surprised one day when she's hosting the Emmys, because why not? 
Yeah, at this point. Um, the, I think there's only one more thing for us to talk about. Is that correct? That is correct. Guys, Kelly has stayed. I mean, she said this forever, but if it came up again at the very end of the Variety article, Kelly wants to do Broadway. Yep. Yes. And she said, I don't really care if it ends up being like a long-term thing or just a little summer run. And I'm like, oh, my God, a summer run would be great because that is yeah. actually like feasible. Oh, my gosh. I got so excited. <laughs> and I know a lot of Kelly fans. I know a lot of Kelly like people that I'm friends with are also huge, huge Broadway fans. I yes. like Broadway. I don't consider myself a massive fan, but – I know a lot of people who are, and they would go crazy for this and eat this up. I mean, this is this would be my excuse to to come out to New York if she was going to be on a broad in a Broadway show. I would have to see it. I would just, I would absolutely have to see it. Totally, because like this is not something, unfortunately, that would ever get broadcasted. You know, Broadway is stays in the theater. You know, occasionally yep. you'll get your Hamilton. You know live whatever but it's not pretty common most shows stay there so yeah. um oh my gosh just just planted more of it even even though we, we've spoken about this a lot but just the fact that she's bringing it up again oh man well and, and, and she doesn't get asked about that all that often i mean it's it's a rare thing we we know about it because the fan base sort of keeps it going and we bring up the conversation uh, even here on the podcast every so often we just recently brought it up but it's nice to hear that it is not out of her mind as well. Half the, and you know what? And, and you'll have to correct me, Pam, because you, you're the one that did the majority of the, the research on the article. Did she bring up uh, Broadway or did the interviewer bring up Broadway? She kind of did. It was really the question, one of the very last questions in the article was, what else do you want to conquer in your career? Because okay. obviously she has done so much. And uh, the thing she said was, I have dreams of maybe Broadway one day. And she's like, I don't know how it's all going to pan out. I can do the show for years if we're lucky to have the same legacy that these other people have. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that I can't do Broadway in the summer. So she brought it up. Okay, so good. It's on her mind. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, if the interviewer had brought up Broadway, that was going to be, for me, the wink that the interviewer was looking through Kelly's fan content to find out that information. Because that's the only way you're going to find out that Kelly wants to do Broadway is if you're hanging out with fans because we're the only ones who were talking about it. But I, I'm glad to hear that it's still on her mind. It's still something she wants to do. And I I mean, you you know me. I wholeheartedly support it. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Cross your fingers, guys. I do want to tour first. But yeah. Broadway, sign me up. Oh, I, I, I think we're still a good long way away from yeah. Broadway. Totally. But um, the funny thing is, is that you know that producers and playwrights and writers in general are going to see this article because Variety is a, is a big industry magazine. It's sure. It's not a big like the regular average people pick up Variety magazine unless you're like a complete entertainment like lover. Um, variety is a little more geared towards the industry itself. So you know that a lot of industry people are seeing this. And so now you're going to have some people with Kelly Clarkson in the back of their mind going, you know, who'd be really great for my show is Kelly Clarkson. So yeah, while I, good point. while I do think that Broadway is still a ways away, it might've just gotten a little bit closer. Whew. Thank you, Variety. We love you. <laughs> but yeah, guys, let us know what was your favorite thing about the world of Kelly Clarkson news this past week. We would love to know your hot takes on a lot of these things because I know we <laughs> definitely have a lot of polarizing views compared to some of the stuff I saw online. And let us know. Yeah, we would love to hear what you guys think. What are you most excited about? Album, tour, The Voice? <laughs> The voice. nine to five like what is it that you're most excited about uh feel free to hit us up of course you can always find all the places that you can uh, catch miss into podcast at our website at miss podcast.com uh you can also find us on all the socials that is facebook twitter and instagram at miss into podcast and please if you get a chance if you listen to us on apple music or any of your favorite uh podcast services 
and you have the ability to give us a rating, give us a five-star rating if you think we deserve five stars, write a little something something about us so that other Kelly fans can continue to find us very easily so that they too can be enlightened by the dulcet tones of Jeremy and Pam when it comes to talking all things Kelly Clarkson. I like that. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Also, if you have Spotify, the app, you can leave us a rating on the app there, and we would really appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. I think that's about it for now, but we will be back next week with a brand new episode. The episode that we actually originally had planned for today, but we had to just push back because there was too much to talk about. So. I don't even remember what we spoke about. It's actually part of the trilogy of our celebration of Kelly. And so it's our 20 favorite moments in Kelly Clarkson's first 20 years. So that's going to be right. That's going to be next week. Yes. Okay. So stay tuned for that and hope you guys have a great rest of your week. See you guys. Bye. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to Miss Indie Podcast at gmail.com.